We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The lights are out. The game is over. But we're just getting started. He got it! It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up. On the Bay Area Sports Station, 95.7, the game. It is Warriors wrap-up here at Oracle Arena after the Golden State Warriors take it on the chin from the Los Angeles Clippers. It was 125-106. to 106. Chris Townsend and Matt Steinmetz with you. We're taking your phone calls at 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart home security well that was a stinker and now the golden state warriors all time when they don't have steph you don't have clay you don't have your backcourt they are now 0-3, and it's just a, a completely different game without those two guys, despite Kevin Durant having an amazing night and, I mean, getting 40 points on just 18 shots and getting to 20,000, the second fastest guy to do it. But Sweet Lou, boy, did he come to play tonight, and his third quarter was amazing. Well, it's pretty interesting. I mean, he doesn't usually start, but he had a start tonight because the Clippers have a lot of injuries, and he used his big minute night to score 50. He was he was Lou Williams like he normally is, only he got more minutes, and he was, more, he was a little bit hotter than normal. This is obviously where you miss a Clay Thompson uh, because Clay Thompson would be the person who defends Lou Williams a, a fair amount of the night at least, and he's got – He's got a size advantage on Lou Williams. But the other thing that this indicates is the Warriors, look, they're, they're missing two out of their top three scores. They needed somebody else to help Durant tonight get some points, and nobody could do that. And that's probably what's, I would say, the second most disappointing thing tonight is that nobody could back up Durant and – they couldn't find enough scoring when Curry and Clay were out. The other thing is the Warriors' defense was not good at all tonight, and that's a, that's a place where you can say, well, what's, what does it matter if Curry and Clay didn't play? I mean, your defense shouldn't suffer that dramatically. Offense you can understand a little bit, but giving up 125 points to the Clippers when they're playing without Blake Griffin – Austin Rivers, Danilo Gallinari, Patrick Beverly, uh, Tia Dosich. So that's the part that probably bothers Steve Kerr more than anything is the defense allowing 125 tonight. Yeah, Steve Kerr actually said after the game, we'll take your phone calls, 888 that the defense has been bad the last five games. And speaking of the last five games, before throwing up 50 tonight, second-highest total in Clipper history to Charles Smith and Bob McAdoo, who both put up 52. Sweet Lou, the last five games going into tonight, was averaging 31.2 points, 6.2 assists, shooting 46.5 from the field and 46.2 from three-point range. So he came into tonight 
red hot raring to go, and he put on an absolute show. Lou Williams right now is the best six man in the game. And, again, I realize he started tonight because he had to. But if you're looking for a player to come in off the bench and create his own shot, maybe change the tempo of a game just because he can score, I mean, Lou Williams is your man. Uh, and, and, frankly, tonight we saw a little bit uh, of the difference between the Warriors and the Clippers. I think the Warriors thought they were getting – a player like Lou Williams with Nick Young. But Nick Young has not been able to provide the spark off the bench that the Warriors needed him to provide. Now, look, on a night like tonight, there were about six or seven players that failed to step up in the absence of Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. So I'm not singling out Nick Young, but Nick Young's a scorer, and his reputation is he scores in bunches. And a night like tonight, you need Nick You need Nick Young. You need Nick Young to do what you wanted him to do for the reason you brought him here. You know, when the Warriors are at full strength and he comes in and makes a couple shots in the second quarter, you know, that's great. That's great. But on a night like tonight, without Curry and without Clay Thompson – you need Iguodala to score more than nine. You need Nick Young to score more than seven in 25 minutes. And, you know, the other part, you need, you need Draymond Green. And the other this is one thing that it, it tells you about Draymond Green. Draymond Green can score, but he's not a scorer. And when he's got more pressure on him to put the ball in the bucket, it's harder for him to do it. He's an all-around player. He's not just a scorer. So tonight when you need specifically scoring from a Draymond Green, he can't necessarily give it to you. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely disappointing. And it was, you know, listening to the Warriors Network postgame, and, you know, you don't really hear too much these days, especially when the Warriors keep winning all these games, anytime really anybody being all that critical of the Warriors. But, you know, Jim Barnett brought it up tonight about a couple different guys, and including Nick Nick Young, one for seven from three-point range. And I guess is what you're saying is it's easier to score when you don't have that pressure of we need you tonight, you need to step up big. When all the pressure usually is on Durant, Steph and Clay, it's easier to bang a few in. But now you go into tonight and the bullseye's right on you. What are you going to do for us tonight? And these guys did not come through. No. And again, I'm, you don't want to single out Nick Young because he was one of many offenders. Uh, Omri Caspi, very, very average tonight. JaVale McGee couldn't provide a spark. Patrick McCaw, he's in a little bit of a malaise. I mean, he's just not given the Warriors enough right now. And then David West finally has a game where he, he doesn't put the ball in the basket. So David West, who's probably been the most consistent player off the bench, consistently excellent, he, he has a bad game tonight, and now that hurts you a little bit. But again, you know, you, you look at you look at Nick Young, it's not just that he he's one for seven from three. It's that he doesn't get you any rebounds. Uh, he doesn't get you any assists. Well, he gets you one assist in 26 minutes. So if Nick Young's not scoring, how's he helping you? And the Warriors needed him to score tonight, 
and you know he couldn't put the ball in the bucket. But then again, neither could Draymond, and neither could Livingston, and neither could Patrick McCaw. So Nick Young was certainly not the prime. Uh, was certainly not the only offender tonight. So Sweet Lou just a set, just the third Clipper to have fifty points in a game. He also sets a Clipper record. We got to get into that. Kevin Durant second fastest all time to twenty thousand points, and all of a sudden tonight. We start talking about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Hard to believe. It's Warriors wrap-up after the Warriors. Lee, after they lose to the Clippers, 125-106. to You're listening to Warriors wrap-up, presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. You're listening to Warriors Warm-Up on 95.7 The Game. Chris Townsend, Matt Steinmetz here at Oracle Arena. 888-957-9570. It's time for the play of the game. Brought to you by American Express. Proud partners of the Golden State Warriors. Draymond Green with a rebound. Got it over to Kevin Durant. Down the right side. KD for 20,000. Got it! On the left wing. He becomes the fifth player in NBA history to get to 20,000 points under the age of 30. And what an elite group it is. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Wilt Chamberlain, and Michael Jordan. <laughs> I mean, the name is just unbelievable. How about this? Give it to me. If Durant somehow averages 25.3 points per game okay, and 80 games a season, okay. the next 8.57 seasons, he'll, kill, he'll uh, catch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's going to be tough. Yeah, that's it. No, that's all he's got to do is play 80 games a year. <laughs> Average almost I mean, 26. The thing that's incredible, so he's he topped 20,000 tonight. Kareem's got what thirty eight thousand plus. So he's a little over. Like. He's a little over halfway there. Kevin Durant. It is crazy. Well, how about this? The one that actually kind of seems realistic is LeBron James, the fastest guy to twenty thousand. We were looking at what were we looking at tonight? He's got a. It's kind of the stupid math like that, but LeBron could play a long time if he wants to hang around and keep playing. It was something he had to average like 25 points for four, uh, four or five more seasons. He's obviously, I mean, he's not going to play 80 a game. Where's Where's he now? The number? Uh, like 28-ish? Up. Yeah, he's, he, no, he's at 29. He's almost going into today, LeBron James, 29,874. So he's okay. going to be the fastest to 30,000. Okay, so then he'll need... Yeah, he'll need about four or five years at 20. If you average 25 a game over 80 games, that's 2,000 points in a year. So five years at 80 games would be 10,000 points. But that means he's got to stay healthy for five years. He's still got to average 25 in that fifth year. It, it, you know what? It sounds reachable, and it might be. There's still a long way to go. I mean, he gets banged up one season where he misses two, three months. That's going to set him back. But but what if he plays longer than yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, you like the I mean, lifestyle, you want to hang around. I mean, what is he now? 
34, 35? You know what's funny, Townie, is there are people that maintain, like, LeBron can't score. And, I, you know, it's funny. I, I think LeBron is, is first and foremost. He's only 33. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot for a guy who's going to be a small forward, but power I'm, forward. But, in the, I mean, if he wants to hang – if he, if he truly wants to go for the record – I mean, he could play till he's 40. Yeah, but he doesn't want to go for the record. He'd rather go for titles, and he'll sit out games to get to, to, to be healthy for the playoffs. So, I mean, he could do it. I mean, he could definitely do it. But, you know, when I think of LeBron James, I, I think passer first. But the guy can score. I mean, the guy can score when he wants to. And I, I just think it's funny that, that – there's people out there that say, eh, he's not that great a scorer. Well, okay, he's not as fluid as Kevin Durant. He he doesn't knock down 20-footers like Kevin Durant, but, but you know, he, he you, drives better than Kevin Durant. He he dunks. Matt, Matt, he, he, makes all, he makes all – he scores. You can't scores. be the fastest guy to 20,000 and the fastest guy to 30,000 points True. in a sport and say – it's like when – and this is moronic, and it's Papa who says it. And it's just what? where he says LeBron's not a score. It's like saying Henry Aaron wasn't a home run hitter. Well, I don't want to talk about Papa said that yeah. about LeBron. Yeah, he said he's not a scorer. I was like, what? It was when I was doing the show. I was well, like, I mean, out of your mind. Well, I mean, but that's like saying Hank if, Aaron's not a home run hitter, and he had 754 home runs. Well, I'd need to hear how he said it. But if he said LeBron's not a scorer. Maybe he meant he's a passer first. Will he get to Carl Malone? Thirty-six thousand nine hundred twenty-eight. He might. He very well might. He very well might. I mean, he could. See, I can see Kevin Durant getting into that between Michael. How? Durant's going to have trouble. Just it's it's mind-boggling that Durant just you know is a little over. I can halfway. see. I can see. I can see Durant getting to Kobe at thirty-three thousand six hundred forty-three. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see see what happens. There's, there's no way. I mean, I get if you say LeBron's not a scorer, but Papa never said he can't score. So he says no. He says he's not a scorer. Doesn't like his offensive game. <laughs> I don't. Triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. That's triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. Sweet Lou. I don't think scoring's LeBron's best trait. I'll say that. But what if he ends up second most all-time in points? <laughs> you kind, know. Of, kind of ridiculous. Again, right? I'm not saying I'm not saying he can't score. I'm just saying I. For a guy who can't score, he scores a lot of points. Yeah, exactly. Triple H nine five seven ninety five seventy. Sweet Lou tonight did something no one else has done in the NBA this year. We'll give you that, and we'll take your phone calls at triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. You're listening to Warriors wrap up after the Warriors lose to the Clippers one twenty five to one hundred six. And Warriors Wrap-Up is brought to you by Arlo Smart Home Security. Ah! Lou Williams fires a three, and he's got a new career high. He's got 47 points. 
And he has a place on the Warriors' all-opponent team for 2017-2018. Lou Williams takes the three. It's up and good. He's got 50. Only Charles Smith and Bob McAdoo have scored more in a Clipper uniform. So he got to go in the pick and roll when he's going left. Uh, it's hard to stop him because he can pull up three. That's that's a cash shot for him. That's what he that's what he does. So he got it going in the pick and roll, and we were just a little too loose on him. You know, we didn't we let him go wherever he wanted, and he ordered fifty piece nuggets on us tonight. So you gotta, I mean, somebody scored fifty on you the way he did. You just gotta pay homage and move on. A fifty piece nugget on the Warriors tonight. Thirty twenty seven came in the third quarter. That's the most points by any player this year in a quarter, and it breaks the Clippers record. Baron Davis had 23 and a quarter back in our old friend Baron Davis. Yeah. B-Dizzle back in 2010. Yeah, Williams was unreal in the third quarter. I mean, he was just, he was incredible. You know, the one thing about tonight's game is, I yes, the Warriors were without Curry and without Klay Thompson, and so you take this loss in stride. And at full strength, they own this team. We know that. But let's not forget, the Clippers were missing Blake Griffin. They were missing Patrick Beverly. They were missing Gallinari. I think Steve Kerr was really unhappy with with the effort tonight. And we'll talk to J.D. in about five or ten minutes. But they they didn't get beat by the Clippers tonight. They got beat by... The Clippers' second unit for the most part. And that's probably what bothers Steve Kerr most. Something that I heard in the postgame show with Jim Barnett and Tim Roy where they talked about the Clippers, that, that unit and those players they have, you know, those guys are fighting for their NBA lives right now. You mean the Clippers players? Clippers, yeah. Yeah, yeah no doubt about it. And the Warriors, they're locked in. I mean, they have veterans playing. Uh, so... Th- The sense of urgency for the Warriors isn't that of the L.A. Clippers. And I do think you got to cut the Warriors a little slack because, you know, it's one thing to play without Curry and Zaza, or you play without Durant and Iguodala. It's another thing when you're playing without your your starting backcourt, especially Curry and Klay Thompson. So, it wasn't a good night for the Warriors. They didn't. They didn't have any fight in them, really. But it is understandable when you're missing the most explosive backcourt in the league. It's time to hear from the fans. Brought to you by Nations Giant Hamburgers. Keep it real. Make it Nations. Let's go to Cashmere and Walnut Creek. Good evening. Hey guys, great show. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Thank you. Yeah. A most impressive stat that pertains to LeBron is uh, how fast he looks uh, 50 years old. I mean, anybody noticing as he gets older, he's starting to look more and more like Greg Odom? (laughs) I I don't mean to disrespect LeBron, but I had some girlfriends looking at at his picture, and I was like, he's got to be about – I think LeBron would trade all his stardom to look like a good-looking superstar, but I'm just saying, I'm not – I feel bad for the guy because, I mean, I'm, I don't mean this as a disrespect. I just look at it as all the money that he has and power, but he's he's aging bad. And then I don't – you guys know he's going bald. And this year yeah. I give it to whatever hair treatment he did. It looks better than the, the rest of the years. But I, that's all I'm just saying is, man, the guy is, look, is getting old. 
Well, he, he might be he might be getting older looking, but he's not aging too badly as a player. I think it's very it I think it's very hard to feel sorry for LeBron James about anything. LeBron, LeBron's had a pretty charmed life. Yeah, see, what do you mean by charmed? See, I look at a guy like LeBron and say that guy worked his butt off. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated in high school. But why is that charmed? He deserved it. Whatever, it's a good life. It's a, it's a life. It's a good at, life. At but that he, point, he, did he deserve it, or was he just built with, or he was just given this God-given size for well, a kid was, that age? He was given God-given size for a kid his age, and he reached his potential with that God-given gift. He is one of the I mean, he top physical specimens we have ever seen in professional sports. No doubt, and there have been. Uh, Many, many physical specimens who've never lived up to their potential. So, I, I mean, I think, I mean, LeBron James is a basketball player. I mean, he, he knows how to play, and that's why he's a great player, because you parlay the, his knowledge of the game and the fact that he knows how to play and he's worked his butt off with the fact that he is a, he's, a, he's like a moving locomotive. I mean, he's just so different because he's so big and strong. And you mentioned how Steve Kerr, not happy after the game, he wasn't happy with the team's spirit. Our spirit wasn't right. Our energy wasn't right. We weren't connected. Um, and they were. You know, the Clippers were. They came in here probably insulted that, uh, you know, we were resting clay. And, and obviously Steph goes down. And so the uh, the game changes. And, um, and they came in and just kicked our ass. And they deserved uh, everything they got because they, they, their spirit was right. Steve Kerr brought to you by Walnut Creek. Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, where saving is simple, online at walnutcreekjeep.com. What did you make of those comments? That's about what I thought. That's about what I thought. The Warriors weren't ready to play today. I'm not sure that they were, I mean, I'm not sure the Clippers were insulted that Clay was, was resting. That happens occasionally. I just think that the Clippers smelled blood because they had a chance to beat the Warriors, and the Warriors... I mean, I think you got to give the 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 Clippers credit because the Warriors still had the two best players on the floor on their team, Draymond Green and Kevin Durant. Now, Lou Williams turned into the best player on the court, and he helped win the Clippers that ball game tonight. But the reason that Steve Kerr is probably upset is because the Warriors still should have had the best player on their team, and they should have had the second best player on their team uh, with Draymond Green. And if you start there, you should win the game. But Draymond didn't play particularly well, and Lou Williams had a monster game to more than offset what Durant did offensively. I mean, my God, he was 16 for 27 from the field, 8 of 16 from three-point range. They only They made 11. He made eight of them, and he was ten for ten from the line. Yeah, I mean, he's he's, a, he's he was a born scorer. He's got everything in his offensive arsenal. He's got a three point shot. He's got mid range. He can get to the basket. He makes his foul shots. He can create his own shot. He's he's the perfect sixth man stereotype of somebody who can come in and just light it up. That's what he can do. Wouldn't that just be a great position to have? Yes. All you, what, what do you do? When you call me, when Coach looks down the bench and calls my number, I'm going in to score. Yeah. I'm getting my touches. 
I would love to be that guy. Well, and you know what? Coaches love to have guys like that because they know exactly what they're going to get out of Lou Williams. Doc Rivers doesn't put Lou Williams in the game to shut down the other team's point guard. You know, Doc Rivers puts Lou Williams in the game to score points. And I, I say this all the time, and I said it the other night about Lou Williams. When you come off the bench, again, I know he started tonight, but he comes off the bench and he's got a scores mentality. When you come off the bench, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to ease yourself into the game. You can be very aggressive well, right away. Well, they had Jamal Crawford do it for years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You don't, you don't call Jamal Crawford onto the floor to say, hey, we need you to, we need you to shut down Steph Curry tonight, Jamal. I mean, he'd look at you and say, I can't do that, but I might outscore him if you let me. So, <laughs> You know, the one thing that, that, you know, when Steve talks about the spirit, you know, you wonder guys who normally don't get a lot of playing time, and right now with, you know, the depth of the Warriors, you never quite know who's going to be called. I think a night like this, you should seize the moment. You should say, man, this is a night with Steph and Clay out. This could be my night. Yeah, and sometimes you want it to be your night, but you can't get anything to drop. You know, Draymond was one for nine tonight, but I don't really think that, uh, you know, he wasn't trying to take advantage of the situation of them needing scoring. It's sometimes your best intentions you can't can't live up to or you can't fulfill. Uh, Andre Iguodala tonight got off to a a nice start offensively, made some shots, and it looked like he was going to have the kind of game that the Warriors needed when they didn't have their starting backcourt. And next thing you know, he can't get anything to go down or doesn't even shoot the ball, really, uh, in the second half. So the Warriors just, they they did not play well tonight. And when they don't don't play well and they don't have their starting backcourt, they're not that good. John Dickinson has arrived from the locker room. Steve Kerr wasn't happy. What were the players like after this loss to the Clippers in the locker room? You're going to find out. Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. And 20,000 points up on the screen. And listen to the response here at Oracle. Announcing the crowd, the standing ovation for Kevin Durant. Guys like Kevin, once every few months, you just, Raymond tells us there's another milestone and there's another one. And, and you know, I, I don't mean to downplay it, um, but he, he's a he's one of the all-time greats. So there's going to be another one in a month, and Raymond will tell us about it, and we'll, everybody will cheer, and he's Kevin Durant. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. AD. Warriors wrap up here on 95.7 The Game. Chris Townsend, Matt Steinmetz, John Dickinson joins us. He's one of the all-time greats, and as his career keeps going, he's going to keep passing people. He's Kevin Durant, and he's an all-time great, as you said, and it was his night until Lou Williams stole it from everybody. You know, Kevin Durant with the, the 25 in the first half, and it looked like he clearly knew he had to carry a heavy-duty portion uh, of the scoring load tonight. He goes for 25 in the first half. He gets to 20,000 for his career, but nobody really came and joined him at all. I mean, the next highest warrior was Zaza Pachulia with 12 points, and Lou Williams saw 
Durant's 25 and a half and said, I'll get you 27 in the third quarter and change the game. And the Warriors were fouling in that third quarter. And, and this goes back to something Matt and I talked about in the pregame show on Warriors warm-up. He said, well, give me one key. I said, well, the Warriors have to find a second score. Durant's going to do his part, and he looked like a guy that wanted to get 25 in the first half and get and have it be a night about him and the party and the fans, and nobody joined him. And this, I, I remember we were sitting here the end of November when the Sacramento Kings beat the Warriors, and what's the common theme? Warriors have three big-time scores. That night they didn't. They only had one of them because Curry and Durant were out, and tonight they only had one of them. They had Durant because Curry and Thompson were out. This is just a completely different team. There's no margin for error. Somebody has to score, otherwise they're in trouble, and it just didn't happen tonight. Yeah, you wonder really how much you want to examine this game because if the Warriors are missing their starting backcourt, they ain't going anywhere anyway. Well, what does this so, team? Win? I mean, what does this team win? No, seriously, what does this team win? Like, if this was just an, if if this team that the Warriors had tonight, no Curry, no Clay Thompson, if this was an NBA team, but you had Kevin Durant, who's an all-time great. I mean, are, are they a they playoff team in the West? Yeah, probably, because you only need to win forty-one. Well, you'd get used to playing each other. You'd well, have a rotation. It would be different. But you'd but you'd also have nights where you look terrible and lose to teams that are that are just as bad or worse. Yeah, there, I mean, there'd be nights where you, yeah, they might win forty. Let's say they win forty-two or forty-three. But you know what? Part of that would be thirty-eight, thirty-nine losses, and it would beat losses to teams like the Clippers coming in where you let a guy go for 50. Well, I mean, what's apparent is we know Draymond Green is not a scorer. He can score, and he does score when he's the third or fourth option, and they need him to. But when you bump him up in the pecking order on a night like tonight and you need him to get you 15 – he can't necessarily do that. That's not really a knock on him. Scoring's not the best thing he does. The the, the players you got to be disappointed in tonight would be a Nick Young uh, gets 25, 26 minutes. It's like, the, yeah, they brought him in here to make some shots in the second quarter of games. This is this is the game you bring in a Nick Young. This is why you brought Nick Young in to step in, play 27 minutes tonight, and get 19 points. But again, I'm not going to single out Nick Young on a night when nobody picked up the slack. Nobody at all. Well, and it's the thing is, Nick Young can do it for you when you don't need him to. But if you need Nick Young to do it for you, you're going to find out more often than not that he's not going to deliver because that's the player that he's been in his career. He's a guy that, yeah, he'll help you when you don't expect him to. You, you know, you're, you're thinking, oh, well, Nick Young, don't know. Well, that's the night he's going to go for 20. <laughs> okay, But the night where you, you can't just plug these guys in to a box and say, all right, tonight's the night, Nick Young. You haven't hardly played, and when you've played, you've been up and down, maybe been a disappointment. But, no, Nick Young, tonight is your one night. Because Clay's out, because Curry's out, you have to do it tonight. You can't ask a player to do that. Even a player that's more consistent than him, it's tough. You can't just say tonight's the night to be, to succeed. No, but you would figure Nick Young, of all the players in the league in that position <laughs> – Nick Young would give you one of the better chances to come in and score 20 points in in 27 minutes. Now, he didn't do it tonight because you can't 
expect him to do it every night, but you expect him to do it more than a lot of other players. And one guy I think you can expect to do it at a greater rate than Nick Young is Lou Williams. Well, Lou Williams is, is he's a rich man's Nick Young. And, you know, the other thing, here's the other thing. David West picked the wrong night to, start, to miss some shots. Yeah. And the guy came in shooting 65% from the floor, and so he has his one bad game a month and it just happens to be on a night when the Warriors don't have their backcourt and they can't get any help from anybody else. Well, let's hear, Tony, from Kevin Durant. He was talking about Nick Young's defense and also not having Clay Thompson to help defend Lou Williams. Lou got it going. Like I said, he was making jump shots tonight, and once he got the jump shot going, we started to push up, and he's quick, and he gets to the rim, get fouled. So he had it. when you get your jump shot going, he built around that tonight, and it was hard to stop him. So... Um, but Clay is a great defender. We miss him out there. I'm sure it'd have been, you know, from the beginning, um, it'd have been a little tougher for Lou. But hey, he wasn't out there, and you know, we got to step up. So it is what it is. We're looking forward to the next game, and uh, hopefully, we get a W. Yeah, Bob Myers said earlier today here on 95.7 that Clay's a guy normally that doesn't need treatment, but. Recently, a little tightness in the back has needed a little treatment, so they felt you know this was a time to to give him a little little time off. Yeah, and, and this was a night where they had told him yesterday. You know, Steve Kerr said before the game they told Clay Thompson yesterday that tonight was going to be a night off. And when Curry sprained his ankle at at shoot around this morning, tweaked it, uh, they weren't going to change the plan at that stage. They felt, well, Clay's getting his night. And I saw some fans on Twitter. I kind of, I had it. People were kind of saying, well, t- it's on Kerr because you can't, you can't not play Clay on a night where you don't have Steph. And the reality is, okay, well, yeah, it makes it more difficult for you to win. But the Warriors absolutely can do. They can do whatever the heck they want. They're the Warriors. They're on pace to win 65 games. I, I will say this. Of all the Warriors, and I get why Kerr didn't, you know, People wanted to say, well, Steve Kerr should have gone up to Clay and said, hey, it looks like Steph's not playing tonight, so we're going to need you. And Kerr's like, yeah, I didn't want to do that because he knew a day before he was getting the day off. The funny thing is, though, of all the players on the Warriors, the one guy who you could probably say, hey, Clay, you know what? Can you go out and play tonight? He he would be like, fine, yeah, sure. And he would have 37. (laughs) No doubt. I mean, he's the one guy. Like, He's the biggest gym rat of anybody on the team. He could have flipped that switch. I think he could have, too. And he wouldn't have even thought twice about it. Totally agree. And I could could see him being the guy that would even go to Kerr and say – yeah, I want to play, although I could also see Clay being the guy, and it was funny because Steve Kerr joked about this before the game. He said, he said Clay probably didn't even know it steps out. <laughs> That's true. That is probably true. That's probably true. You know, because he just, he's, you know, he's, he's in his own world. He's hanging you know, out at home, throwing the, throwing the tennis ball to Rocco, as well, you know, said. You know, the other thing is you tell, you tell Matt Steinmetz he's got, Tomorrow off, you know what? You better the, not ask him to work the, that the night, morning. The night before, you know, I, I know I got tomorrow off, so I may stay up a little later if you know what I mean. And, and you probably have a tea time the next morning. That's <laughs> uh, funny. No, Clay is uh, – I, I just kept thinking that, that huh, Clay is the one guy, hey, you know what, we need you to go out. You need, we need you to get to the arena tonight. Because I guess when he gives him a day off, J.D. Optional you, attendance, yeah. Oh, so or, or get a, or or just don't don't buy you know. Do we know if Clay was at shoot around? I oh he I wasn't. Was, yeah. yeah. See that, that like that's the kind of day off 
that's a legitimate day yes. off. Yes, yeah. and that's how you should do it. Yeah, that's I agree. like baseball. Completely I mean, baseball, agree. Baseball, you don't. You don't... No, I, oh, it drives me nuts at baseball. We're giving a day off. Well, wait a minute. The guy shows up, does BP. <laughs> yeah. He's in the dugout all game. That's not a day off. A day off should be don't show up, yeah. mental day, unplug, and take the day off. That yeah. I love how Steve Kerr does that because that truly is. Who knows what Clay did today? Maybe Clay did te- – well, it was raining. But maybe Clay got to hang out and, you know, if, may play a little golf if, if it wasn't raining. But that truly is a what – what you need in life is to disconnect. You need to unplug. Yeah, and he hadn't missed a game. He's the one guy that, that hadn't missed right. a game. Yeah, and, that's and right. they picked tonight, obviously believing that they were going to have Stephen Curry because Stephen Curry got injured this morning, you know, after shoot-around. But it was a deal where they picked tonight because it was leading into this road trip and leading into this stretch of games where it's going to be you're playing Friday and Saturday and Monday and Wednesday. It's five games in eight nights starting with the game tonight before a couple of days off, and then they wrap up that trip against the Rockets. Maybe the Warriors need a little Arlo tonight, a little security. Your Arlo was going off tonight. Your Arlo security camera. Yeah, you know, I put uh, – I don't know if you know this, Townie. I, we got a cat. Oh. All right, so now we got a cat and a dog. Oh. And we also we have a lizard, too, but the lizard's in a cage. <laughs> All right, so we got a cat and a dog, and so I set up the cameras inside because I wanted to see how they interact when nobody's home. So that was another use for Arlo. It's like every week you find something more you can use it for. So I'm I'm getting updates Seeing the two interact, they don't really deal with each other. My dog just goes on the couch and crashes. He barks every once in a while, and and uh, but it's nice. It's nice to know the dog and cats get along, and I only know that because of Arlo Smart Home Security. Smart Home Security cameras, weather resistant, one hundred percent wire free, two way audio. You name it, it is just all about. Feeling secure with your home, you go to Arlo.com. That is going to do it for Warriors wrap-up. Warriors lose to the Clippers 125-106. to We'll see you all here tomorrow right here on 95.7 The Game. Have a great night, everybody. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.